The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Hey, Cowboys Nation. How are y'all? Welcome to Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. I don't know if y'all just heard that. That was my stomach growling. So it was kind of loud. My bad. Yo. <laughs> Oh, my I thought it was kind of same. Loud. It's my okay. Bad. I'm sorry, y'all. It's okay. So how are y'all, ladies? You're okay. You're good. Yeah. Holidays. Are short good. week. Weird week. Short week. Yeah. Holiday week. All of that together. Double it, uh, holiday week. It double holiday week. It means uh, sleepy is pretty much the mm. vibe. Is uh, it a double uh, holiday uh, week? Yeah. New yeah. Year's, Christmas and New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Oh well, New Year's technically, Eve on New Year's Eve is yeah. on Sunday, and the New Year's Day is a New Year. Yeah. New Year's Day is on Monday. I literally mm. was just talking. I talked yeah. to Chauncey. I sound right? Yeah, yeah. Sound we can hear oh, you. okay. I talked to Chauncey Goldston in the locker room, and I was just saying, bro, like, how fast this season has gone by. And That's I insane. asked him, I said, have you ever had a season that felt like it went by this fast? He told me, the older you get, the... <laughs> I said, now, you ain't got to <laughs> say all of that. You ain't got to say all of that. But, yeah, the, the players feel it, too, is that this yeah. season has just flown by. And um, I think the reality for them is setting in as well because yeah. – when you start getting into playoffs, it's not no, oh, we have a next week. It's the intensity is up. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's something that um, Stefan was talking about. And I'm sorry, I'm like, we all no, we're we're so excited. Yeah, no, oh, Stefan was talking about that too. Um, and he was just like, at this time of the year, you got to keep, especially like the young guys, a, a lot more locked in because you tend to kind of like lose track of the focus around this time of year because you're playing game after game after game yeah. and the season is so Especially long. Especially when you've clinched yeah. two. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Gotta stay foot on the Focus. pedal even if you have clinched For to sure. your point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, no, that was just something that um, they were kind of touching about. A lot, a lot of the guys were actually yeah. talking about locker room too. D- Dak talked about it today too saying mm-hmm. we only have two weeks promised uh, at this point. And so mm-hmm. uh, after that, you know, it's, it's kind of just, it's the real deal. It's time to go. And so um, the vibe you get from the locker room is interesting uh, today, if you will. So I, I Jack described it as people being, uh, I don't know if I can say that word, but mm-hmm. upset uh, and mad and angry, but using it to project them going forward the next couple of weeks uh, to kind of build back what they need to build back ahead of playoffs. And so uh, to your point, Aisha, yes, this season has gone by so fast. I don't know what day it is anymore. I don't know what week it is anymore. I just know uh, there's two weeks left of the regular season. It's playoffs, and uh, things are about to get real, uh, real busy here in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, well, we got some to news it. today, ladies. Rashawn Evans, Cowboys linebacker, well, yeah. formerly, um, he was waived today. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that, but he was waived today. Um, we don't have to say why, uh, but well, now we can say why. It doesn't matter. Uh, for arrest for. Um, marijuana charge i guess yesterday um but they released him today so now that leaves marquise bell and damone clark carrying the load once again lord 
that linebacker room yeah um, is concerning yeah the depth in the locker room in the linebacker room is tight now I, I wonder if the Cowboys want to just be able to sign him back to the uh, practice practice roster or mm -hmm. practice you know but I, I do understand you know having to elevate Matt well let's go even yeah. late in the season O-line has obviously had its share of injuries, its kind mm -hmm. of insurance, whatever the case may be. But um, got to see Micah uh, man the middle of the field. I, I asked him today, I said, Micah, what do you do you like playing in the middle field? He said, I just like being on the field. <laughs> it's very <laughs> and it was very answer. on brand for him because that's what his college coaches would say. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. why he said he loved being multiple mm -hmm. um, because he can it allows him to be able to still stay on the field. So mm -hmm. you did get some help last week from him playing linebacker coming as a free you know coming free and being able to knife in between and, and uh help mm -hmm. uh contain the edge i think you can continue to see that happen because yeah. i'm sure they're aware of where they are depth wise in the linebacker room and i, I know a lot of people are upset um but it's just gonna have to persevere through it we're at the point yeah. in the year where you can't add to really you can't yeah. do anything really yeah. so you gotta adjust and figure it out how do you feel jess um, <laughs> I see you blinking. I seen that fast blinking. I said it was it, it. It's obviously concerning because we we talk about how short this linebacker room is, and anything can happen in the next couple of weeks, yeah. right? And and when I say that, I'm obviously not wishing anything to happen on anybody. It's just the reality of when you have such a stiff room that you cannot afford to lose a player. You really have to kind of consider how to make sure that they stay healthy when, when you're talking about Marquise Bell um, and Damone Clark, how they can stay healthy ahead of the postseason. Tracking. And it's hard to do when, one, you want that 11th win, you just came off of back-to-back -back losses, and you need to build that confidence back up ahead of the playoffs. But how do you do that with ensuring that your linebackers stay healthy um, at this point? And so, you know, I was looking at Rashawn's uh, – stats and, and everything that came up and so he only had nine starts this season he took 71 total snaps on defense um the most snaps that he had during a game was against the giants uh at home when the cowboys played at home he had 28 snaps there so 49.1 percent of those snaps and then he also played on special teams and so that kind of fills another hole i thought in my brain for bones fossil to kind of rearrange once again and we talked about uh this before how much bones has had to rearrange special teams uh, just this season alone because of these losses and so it's unfortunate and the timing obviously is not ideal um, but when you're talking about the health of the team where it's needed seeing Chuma pop up on that injury report today uh, Tyron still being on the injury report you do need that depth at tackle Tracking. and uh, so you kind of have to decide um, a switch 22 at that point which which is which because you also yeah. see struggling o-line where do you put depth and, and how so find the puzzle pieces where they fit and uh make make with what you have right now yeah i guess you gotta kind of go back to that linebacker position make room make with what you have uh that's damone clark and marquise bell with the way that uh they've kind of struggled the last couple of weeks yes. um it's Especially with tackling, um, getting manhandled by offensive linemen, uh, just just a lot of struggles there. Especially with Marquise Bell's size, he's kind of on the smaller you side. You miss your deep. You miss it's, Hankins. It's, I, 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 you know, like <laughs> it's so playing DT in this game, having a steady DT mm -hmm. in this game is a luxury. It yeah. is a blessing. And again, 
what he does there um not only not only is his loss affecting the linebackers it's also to me affecting your interior with mm. guys like Oso where yes yep. even last week their center is compromised mm -hmm. this is not a starting center but when Osa is being doing things you know that he normally isn't doing with some of the two gapping and having a whole double teams at times it takes away from the pass rushing ability mm -hmm. as well yeah so with those guys having to come together and try to figure out how to fill a big hole with a hankins who's been doing this for years it's also to me taking away from this pass mm -hmm. rush that needs to be able to get after it again mm -hmm. especially in a game like this where if you affect the quarterback I wish they would have affected him more last yeah. week. You're able right. to, um, you should be able to get these guys off the field and do mm -hmm. some things. So, Hankins is truly missed. I know these linebackers wish he was there. Yeah. <laughs> but again, um, you're seeing them use Micah, and I think that's probably going to be the band aid uh, mm -hmm. until now. I don't want it to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's helpful. Facts. But the best band aid you can do right now is to have Micah in there on these rushing downs yeah. and um, be able to go from there. Um, we'll kind of break down. Sorry, I'm having a brain brain the fart. Defense the versus defense <laughs> versus uh, the Lions' offense. Uh, sorry, it was a little brain fart right there. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, but no, we'll we'll dive into that in the second and third segment. But for right now, the overview of this Lions team: they just clinched their division the first time in like crazy, crazy long thing since 1993. Um, uh, just talking briefly about what this team poses what challenge they present uh, this offense is absolutely barnacles like amazing um, <laughs> they're fun yeah they're fun um the play calling that they do is so creative yes um have that written down yeah with um their running backs mm -hmm. my goodness uh their rookie was jameer gibbs i know yeah i gotta work on the pronunciation that's jameer right gibbs yeah, um it. yeah what kind of challenge guys is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what kind that, of challenge uh, they bring, man. Go ahead, Mama. You got it. You got um, it. I, I have to reach down here to get my my notes. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, You're good. So go ahead. don't put me on camera, Jazzy. Yeah. I have to reach down. Until um, I get off camera. Yeah, the uh, everything that they do offensively goes through this offensive go ahead. line. You're good. It's okay. it's You're good. it's one of the best offensive lines in football. They've mm -hmm. they constructed this offensive line. Um, they're athletic. They can also run power as well. Uh, you talk about the creativity. They do some interesting things motion-wise, pre-snap, uh, using their tight ends and running backs to get – they really understand leverage well. Um, and so they understand that if this offensive line can get to the second level, which they do very well, this allows uh, Jameer Gibbs and um, David Montgomery, who is a wide receiver converted – uh, running back, yeah. which is insane, which is, I think that plays into a lot of his shiftiness. But yeah, Jameer Gibbs is average, averaging 5.7 yards a carry. Mm -hmm. um, he has 19 TDs on the year. Um, and then also, too, David Montgomery, 4.7 yards a carry, 11 TDs on the year. They, they use these guys in the receiving game yeah. as well, which is one of Jameer Gibbs's best traits coming out was just how much he can do in the passing game uh we talk about when you look at the draft you look at i can tell you right now there's a lot of guys that have fallen into teams and i'm like mm, baby i don't know if you fit their perfect yeah. fit yeah. perfect fit they did a lot to get this run game going to take stress off of the quarterback yeah. as well so the, as far as the running game this offensive line will pin and pull you to death which 
couple weeks ago. That's hmm. what happened to you. Hello. So this these linebackers are going to have to play asking a lot of them again they're gonna have to be sound and not fall for the eye candy yeah that this because if you fall for the eye candy and these guards and tackles get up to the second level good night yeah good night this is a this is an interesting offense i'm sorry i don't want to no, talk good. too you're much good. No, you're good. this is an interesting offense what ben johnson has done over there i i I listen. Who'd I don't like the Lions. They're my they're my second favorite team. <laughs> you know what's interesting <laughs> is that Aisha team. called this though. Like yeah. let's. I want to go back to like week three, maybe. I want to say three or four. Mm-hmm. You said something about the Lions. And I don't I'm even dead. remember what we were talking about, but you brought them up. And now that we're here, it's just such an interesting time how the cards have fallen for the Cowboys to meet the Lions at this point. Because yeah, this isn't just going to be an easy. Hey, the Cowboys are back at home. Mm-hmm. They're, they play good at home. You have to think of all the factors going into this game as yeah. well. You've lost two back-to-back games. Uh, yeah. They should be upset, and and they are. They're they playing. Are. They're playing they upset. Like they they're playing that game. angry, yeah. and you know it's what's going to be interesting is the narrative is the Cowboys can't win on the road, mm-hmm. but is it? Can they not win on the road or can they not win right now? And so this game is going to determine that factor in itself because if they lose a home game with the longest consecutive streak, home win streak in the NFL right now, sky's really going to be falling a week before playoffs officially start. I ain't got time. But what I'm I'm (laughs) saying, you have to have time for it because that's the reality of if they go into this game and they don't win. They have to win this game. I agree. They have to win this game. Do y'all think this will be the biggest test at home? Michael McCarthy says so. Yes. Michael McCarthy says so. I conceptually. They're going to test every single aspect that we've been dogging them about for the last season. Yeah. (laughs) The last few weeks, specifically with your run defense, penalties, precision, all of that. Baby, Guys, ba- I, didn't get to, gone. I didn't get to Everything. talk yesterday. Baby was gone for a day. I was gone she for a said, day. I had a lot. Hear from me. I had a lot to say about that loss in Miami. <laughs> I had a lot to say. Y'all didn't get to hear about it. Baby girl is hot. All I'm saying, though, is this is a must win, and they know that. They're aware yeah. of that in the locker room. Nobody has to tell them that. They are aware of it. But if you want a game that's truly going to test every single thing that has been your downfall or your weakness, your kryptonite, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. your run defense, penalties, test your offensive line to see how well it's protecting your quarterback on the defensive side, test yeah. your linebackers, test your safeties, specifically test the middle of the field, all of that's going to come into play in this game. And so, yeah, it's I'm glad they're playing this game at home. Mm-hmm. I am. I think they need a, yeah. I'm glad they're playing this game at Facts. home. However, it would be nice uh, if they were on track to play this game on the road and get a win out of it because uh, road games still are probably the biggest kryptonite right now. Well, I know we've been talking about it in the past two weeks uh, with the opponents that the Cowboys had to it's, face, the Bills and Miami. Um, but now this is like third time's a charm with beating really good teams. I mean, of course they beat the Eagles at home, but right. just within this December month, um, we've been talking about it. They need to win this game. Um, and what would a win? Because so far, oh, and t- one and two this month, right? For wins in December. For December. Yeah, one and two. I think in they're December. one and two. Yeah, they yeah. need to at least get to two and two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What would a win say about this team if you beat a team like the Detroit Lions? Um, I mean, 
so um, defensively, yeah. they do a lot of the things you've been struggling with all mm-hmm. all month. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, even though it's at home, you're getting to see some of the disguising, some of the usage of the safeties, and all that good stuff here. Um, but also too, I just think it's important for them to have a complete win. They, I, I believe yeah. that I felt like the Seattle Say game, it. the Seattle game was Say probably it, the most complete win they've had all season. Yeah. Facing and the adversity defense having to get stops when it needs to get stops it's and it wasn't all, and it wasn't all pretty that yeah. that team was very desperate offense producing um, offense producing Hello. being able to do things in the running in the passing Scoring game touchdowns. special teams come into the come into the party because they have not been fantastic this last two weeks either yeah. mm-hmm. They need a complete game to yeah. me. And so this is the opportunity to have all of the machine uh, working together as one to, to come out with a confident win. Yeah. Um, and, and again, this this Dan, Dan Campbell-led team is feisty. Mm-hmm. They play very hard for their coach. Yep. And they have developed a culture over there that is physical. Listen, I don't know if you remember last year, anytime a team remember. played the Lions, Check out their injury report uh-huh. the week after. <laughs> yes. Maybe they going for kneecaps. Yep. They are they are not like and they've added some fire yeah. to this defense, um, which we'll get into tomorrow also mm-hmm. too, with the Brian Branch that plays with his mm-hmm. hair on fire. They have guys over there, so this is this is when when uh, Mike McCarthy said it, uh I know a lot of people was Yesterday. like our hardest yeah. test. Probably. This is a complete team. And they do have their glitchy moments, which we'll get into. But for the most part, they trust their coach and they trust their coaching and you can see that on the field. That's something that McCarthy. Oh my bad. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, you- that was just, no, real quick. That was just something that Mike McCarthy said today too. That you know Dan Campbell went in there with a vision, and it's come all- and it's coming together. And these yeah. players really believe in that vision as well. And, and the culture that. that they've built is a winning goddamn culture. I love before. that. I, yeah. I mean, we granted. Like, don't get me wrong. They're the opponent, but the Lions have been a. <laughs> Mm-hmm. franchise for a long time and so to see to your point to mm-hmm. see it come together for a team for them to rally behind their coach for them to draft draft to what fits their new system and yep. things of that nature also too Jared Goff going there and kind of re-emerging as one of the better quarterbacks yeah. in this league yep. it also speaks to some of his resiliency after everything that happened with the Rams to go to come to Detroit and to be successful there um um, given the fact, I mean, the guy won a Super Bowl, and they was like, hey, homie, we're going to check you later. I mean, it takes a lot of mental fortitude yeah. to go into another system yeah. and figure things out. So, again, um, got to give kudos to them and what they've built over there Facts. because it is something to to look at. And the rest of the league might want to take notes because hmm. it's a lot of teams that need to be doing some fixing I mean, up. And- they're 11-4. and four. For a reason, yeah. so and they've had bad. You think wins that this is an easy wins. an easy feat for the Cowboys? It's not. They're eleven and four, and I'm looking at their schedule now to kind of see how difficult it really has been. Looks like the the beginning part of their schedule from week one to week eight before their bye week in week nine was a little bit more difficult uh, and jam packed than it has been um, after their bye week, but still they're eleven and eight. They've won the last two games uh, that they've played consecutively they're on a hot streak right now and yeah i'm a little you don't sound confident i, I think we match up well against them here i, I, I think don't we do. here's the we thing we just haven't proven that we can actually here's the beat thing. teams like this i think the cowboys match up well mm-hmm. yes but what i've seen out of the last two weeks i'm pissed 
I'm pissed. Yeah, I am. That's fair. I'm pissed. I was pissed yesterday. Yeah. I was pissed on Sunday. I mean, it's it's for me to feel fully confident in them right now would be unrealistic going into this game because what you've showed the last two weeks i want to say it's uncharacteristic when it when it was against the bills the loss against the bills i said it was uncharacteristic it's loss against the dolphins i'm like what's good what is what's characteristic now because now i'm starting to be a little confused of what the actual issues are given this is not a road game and that narrative is just continuing to kind of be fed into but i'm just I, I, I want them to go into this game and I want them to be the team that they were two weeks ago because that's the team that can beat the Lions. The team that you saw play Seattle, that's the team that will beat the Lions. The team you've seen the last couple of weeks, no. And I give, given there's injuries, there's different aspects from when they played Seattle, I understand that part of it. But overall, it's just it's frustrating when – you see two consecutive weeks of play like that, and you have no answers from anybody as to why it's happening. Yeah, it's I'm, frustrating. I'm personally, mm-hmm. let me keep. Uh, if we keep it in the book, I don't like that there's no answers for what. Yep. I think you said that. I don't like yeah. that there's no answers for what's happening on the road, <laughs> specifically offensively. Right. And mm. again, I mean, I think the quarterback and what he did, the the last draft I tweeted it is like, hey, listen, he put them in a position to win. That game wasn't yes. pretty. He was getting tagged out there. Yeah. Um, yep. it, there could have been two safeties in that game. It was just not, like I said, special teams didn't help out. Offensive line was shaky. Yeah. And your quarterback put you in position. I was expecting for this defense to get the stop. And the, uh, I think the penalty was huge, obviously. You can't, get yeah. the, you can't give them 15 yards, and they already at the 30, baby. Yeah. And what made me most sick is the fact that their kicker had the nerve <laughs> to have a career, not a just career a, day. Not just Man. a career, career day. <laughs> Sir! So you telling me Sir. So so you telling me uh, that we talk about people waking up for the Cowboys, the kicker too? Career yeah. day in the rain. In the rain. But the kicker the kicker ain't, ain't kicked like that his whole career. He was like, I got it, bro. He said, it's on me. It's on me. I got you. Five. You relax. Then you had him going like this. Yeah. No. On the camera, I said. Oh yeah, this is this is that day. I'm sick of you guys. Understand why I'm pissed. So to your point, no, to your point, I think it's crappy too because that's why I said you need a complete win because I thought exactly. I thought again. I thought again. You you your defense. They got you the ball back. Mm -hmm. They got you the ball back. They put you in in position to go down there and score. We talk about this complimentary football. How you say, is it in the room with us? <laughs> is the complimentary football in the room with us? Is Anybody? it here? It ain't here. I can tell you that. I hope it's there on Saturday. <laughs> and to, your point, it, and to your point, it, it worries me if they lose this game. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to be There's negative, not. and I'm not trying to say that I don't think they can win. They can win this game. Yeah. They can win this game. I'm just saying, if they do not win this game, and you have three consecutive losses right before you go into playoffs, kiss it goodbye. I'm it's not ugly. Lie. No, this is it, a, it, this it's is, not very good. Yeah. This is a big game. I thought that Miami game was gonna tell me. And and in fairness, let me tell you, there are good things to take from that game. Oh, for sure. I, there for were, sure. They took a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, are we? This is gonna let me know. Are we really uh, making a full U-turn? Are we rerouting? <laughs> is, yeah. is Siri telling me reroute? Oh no! Because when I was driving again? yesterday, Siri kept doing that. And yeah, gave the same vibes. No, it really I need, did. I need, <laughs> I need her to figure. I need them to figure out what street they want to be on and make a, de- a decision. Because all you doing right now is standing at the light with your turn signal on. Mm. Let's go. Oh, I don't yeah. like when people do that. Stop playing yeah. with me. 
Nah. Well, we're gonna take our first second. <laughs> <laughs> that was You're our watching Girls session. Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the per preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. <laughs> we know that juicy, cheesy, grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. premier dining, shopping, and experiences from over 20-plus restaurants, shops, and more at the Star District. Check out Women's Boutique's Flea Style of Frisco and the official boot partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Lucchese. Enjoy New Year's celebrations at Snowbird Cocktail Lounge, Concrete Cowboy, and City Works Eatery, and Poor House. Visit thestardistrict.com for the full directory. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, sidecar is also very fun. Yes, it is fun. I like food's sidecar. actually pretty solid, too. Yeah. Good food, good drinks. Yes. Good desserts. Yeah. I love that. That part. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, let's go ahead and break down this Cowboys defense and Lions offense. I'm like you. These days is starting to run together. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what day it is anymore. I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I mean, the Lions just beat the Vikings. Yes. Um, so, just talking about Jared Goff, we'll start at the quarterback position. What challenge does he present to this defense uh, because he's been playing very well under center for sure. I think 30 of 40 passes for 257 yards and a touchdown. That was against the Vikings. Um, he's got some weapons. He's got two, a one-two running running back punch that's obviously been playing very well. Right. Uh, but just talking about him, does he – let me word this correctly. Is this a guy that you have to plan for um, as far as Dan Quinn? Because when you think about teams that have, like, a lot of mobile quarterbacks, sure. like a Jalen Hurts, um, is this someone that you technically have to plan for when you're thinking about Dan Quinn? It, it'll be less stressful. He's mm -hmm. not as mobile now. Mm -hmm. He will take off if he needs to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's not as mobile as some of these other quarterbacks you have seen. Um, really what you – 
you plan for the play caller because mm-hmm. the play caller yeah, that's has a very good understanding mm-hmm. of his quarterback and mm-hmm. his team. Um, they run play action. It's heavy, heavy play action. It's just like upwards of 90%. Yeah. And they do that because obviously, yeah, they're effective running the ball. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I talked about the discipline of the yeah. defense. And one thing about one thing about golf that he doesn't get enough credit for, I think Dak does as well too, he sells it. Baby, oh. he's an actor. Baby. <laughs> He will tuck that ball like he is sh- like showing it or whatever the case may be yeah. in play action. Um, so he puts you in those positions, but you ask, does, do they have to plan for him? Like I, like I said, you mostly have to plan for the pre-snap motion mm-hmm. that creates spacing, leverage, eye candy, et cetera, to give the quarterback sure reads. Okay. Now, I do think that Jared Goff is a little bit better at playing off script than the quarterback you just saw. He mm-hmm. will do make some things happen. He has some arm talent, so he'll make some things happen. But you plan for the play caller who yeah. will catch you slipping and Ben Johnson and uses they use motion to definitely try to offset your alignments and get your linebackers out of play. So mm. they got to prep for that, in my opinion. I, Jared Goff is a pretty good quarterback, but Cowboys sacked him a million times last year. Not literally a million, <laughs> but five Felt sacks. Like we got you. Five Felt sacks like in a game for is him, a lot. I'm sure. And this offensive line is this, is the same. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I saw that their left tackle right oh, now is uh, yes, their left tackle Tater Tots. Let me Here see. That's okay. I got you. Here. Dang, my thing signed out. I appreciate Sorry, you. Y'all. Their left tackle is a shibba 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 dibba dib. Um, <laughs> where is this gentleman? Um, it's not. Penny. I saw you tweet about it. I know. I'm trying to find it. Uh, lordy, lordy. Because this, this is. Um, My kids signed out. I'm sorry, y'all. Here it's you okay. go. No, uh, it's okay. We're having a day. Oh, it's I got okay. it. Isaiah. Ta- no, Taylor Decker. Are you talking about? I'm sorry. I'm tripping. My bad. Ta- They're starting rate Slow tackle. <laughs> He's dealing with a groin. He was limited yesterday. He was as he did not practice today. That's interesting. Yeah. Which is interesting because if it was like, oh. I'm also interested to know how many padded practice that practices they have left. Tracking. Yeah. And if they use one this week. Tracking. That's interesting. But I do think do. that's very important because that's the starting left tackle. We clearly understand that Micah's yeah. uh, for vengeance out here in these streets. Um, yeah. Honestly, they struggled with him last week. Miami did. He was screaming off the edge. So right. that that matchup could be huge so that's something to take a look keep an eye on because again this offense operates because their offensive line is so good yeah yeah i also think in that case too kind of piggybacking off of that something i noticed when studying the lions offense is jared goff is fantastic on third and fourth down situations so you have to keep Mm -hmm. them as far behind the sticks as you possibly can in this matchup it's Mm -hmm. not a matter of you know third and four third and two no nah, no nah. Jared Goff is going to get you that third and six third and seven even so to keep them as far back behind the sticks he's going to get those third down conversions they're not afraid to go for fourth yeah. down I was about to, that's they, literally one of my things they're I not afraid down. to go for it so you have to play each drive with this team mm-hmm. knowing that they're ultimately most times going to have about four chances to go they're not just going to take mm-hmm. uh especially if it's a short yarded situation they're very confident in how Jared Goff can uh convert in those fourth down situations so it's another thing. Keep them behind the sticks. That's when you need Micah. It's when you need the sacks. Mm-hmm. That's when you need those tackle for losses. You need the batted balls. You need all of that in this uh, matchup because he's going to get you on those third and fourth downs. Is this somewhere where you, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit, um, Aisha, playing Micah at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is this a game where you do that or you just keep them at edge rush on defensive end as edge rush, edge no. rusher? Their offensive no. line to me is too. When you talk about size, bigger. Baby, this is a big offensive line, yeah. and they are athletic, and they can get to the second level at will because they understand the running backs that they have running for them is that they just need a crease, they just need a little bit of space, yeah. and they'll be able to get after it and um, get to the second level and make plays. I um, Also, too, I was looking at uh, the rest of their gentlemen. They have Amara St. Brown, who yeah. does a lot in the slot. He's shifty. <clears throat> I will say that I believe that Jordan Lewis has really come along this last couple of weeks. You know, one of the only yep. <laughs> bright spot on this defense. You can see that he's getting his legs under him. Yep. He's getting further away from that injury. Yeah. Um, and then also, too, Sam Laporta. Uh, oh. Cowboys had a lot of interest in this gentleman coming I'm like, out, Don't of, get me started. out of the draft. <laughs> you know how I feel about um, that. Something about those Iowa tight ends, man. Um, okay. Don't get me started and, on that. Uh, yeah, don't bring up yeah. my trauma from that, please. Yo, they, they, they use him. Um, <laughs> he does some things in a blocking yeah. game because he's sound there. He's but great. as a receiver, he has yak. Situations. Yes, he has yak ability as yeah. well. So I'm looking at how whoever is manning that 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 nickel, whether it's J. Ron Curse tackle. or those guys. Tackle well. Tackle. Don't tackle forward. Tackle. Pull them down. <laughs> Do not tackle forward. Sick. Yeah, this she gentleman. Y'all didn't get to hear from me yesterday, so it's all just it was all pent up. Mm -hmm. It was all pent up emotion. I'm just <laughs> being healthy and I'm releasing my emotions, you know? No, I mean, yeah. and also, too, don't sleep on Jamison Williams. Uh, this yeah. is a gentleman that can take yeah, the top yeah. off. And the way that the tight end is man in the middle of the field matched with Amara St. Brown, this Cowboys defense, the secondary, is going to have their hands full. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I think it's going to be important for pressure to be present uh, in the yeah. room with us <laughs> against against this offensive line. Find opportunities, find spots, because Jared Goff, when he is pressured, he he will make some um, mistakes. He is he's 14th 14th in turnover worthy plays. Um, he's eighth in completion rate. So again, timing. Yeah. The pre snap motion and stuff gives him a lot of quick reads and allows him to be able to do those things. Um, and yeah, so I'm looking at when he's under pressure, he he will give up some plays and he yeah. will make some decisions that this secondary might have time to take the ball away. If yeah. we need turnovers, my friends. Two back to back weeks without none ridiculous that was Look, the first thing jordan lewis said he said we yeah. lost a turnover battle yep. and that yeah. it matters for yep. this team and how they're constructed how mm -hmm. they operate in in playing complementary football that's part of it and yeah. and the standard that this defense specifically has set for themselves in being able to create turnovers it's just been disappointing the last two weeks so yes mm -hmm. they need that too but also uh the lions are fifth in the league for most points scored yeah so mm. They've scored 412 points this season alone, fifth in the NFL. You need you need to contain them because they will get down the field, they will extend drives, and they're going to score points. Mm -hmm, they're yeah. going to get points on the board. And so, again, that goes back to your point, Aisha, of all three phases, making sure that they are doing their jobs, honing in, because you need to do what you can, especially on the defensive side of the ball, to ensure that they're not scoring those points because they will, and they find ways to get down the field. And so... I think this is the perfect matchup um, for this team to be able to build the confidence back in. And I don't think they've lost confidence. I don't get that feeling from the guys I've talked to in the locker room. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think, think it's here. It does though. It, that's what I'm saying. You're right. If yeah. you, if you lose this game, you don't have any turnovers, your three straight weeks, losing the turnover battle. That's kind of your bread and butter. That's what you've, mm -hmm. you've hyped yourself up on as this defensive <clears throat> scheme. 
can't tell me that you don't start to lose a little bit of confidence and it kind of becomes a mind game at that point. So now, is you this, need to. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm is just this, venting. Don't um, mind Okay, so if we look at how Dan Quinn kind of schemed up the past couple of weeks, it's yeah. been kind of similar. Um, just yeah. not wanting to get beat over the top, right? They kind of did a little bit of containing Tyree Kill for the most part of not accepting those big plays. Um, is this a game where you just kind of switch things up a little bit? How do you scheme? Because clearly it's not working. Or the way that Dan Quinn actually, you know, cooked up the ways he wanted to stop the Bills in Miami. But now is this a game where you change things up? And if so, what? Um, uh, Cowboys elected to play more zone last game, which mm -hmm. was the smart decision because, baby. Couldn't match up. They got yeah. a man a couple of times and I was tense. Uh <laughs> And again, uh, this is another, like I said, this is another receiver core that has a lot of different variations mm -hmm. and variety. When you talk about size, speed, yeah. they have a little bit of, of it all. So to me, yeah, I think you give your, I mean, this pass rush is going to have to get home. Mm -hmm. But disguising some things and, yeah. and maybe giving Jared Goff some, making him think he has something there that's not there. Yeah could be helpful um yeah. i liked that they decided I, I thought i was very happy that dan decided to kind of change up this cowboys play man in a very high clip and what, the thing about man is that it requires such discipline yeah it requires your guy to beat the other guy consistently yep. and with zone it can if you implement it correctly because you can mix it in you can show and go where you show zone and then you mm -hmm. drop in a man all those stuff that always benefits your your defense yeah. and, and when you're not just going in there straight up and like we're running cover one cover two you stop <laughs> it my guy you have to change some things up because right now these ocs mm -hmm. are seeing how you run defense and they're they're scheming it. They're scheming they it up, big it. dog. Out yeah. scheming it. There you go. Yeah, they are. They're scheming it up, big dog. So yeah. to answer your question, absolutely. If only to show something different going into the playoffs mm. to put on tape. If only to show that you will adjust because other teams are looking at you. They're like, oh, no, they're going to run in. Yep. We go, they're going to run in. Do what the 49ers did to you. They yeah. didn't run men all year, and they was like, we play in the Cowboys. <laughs> Let's switch it up. Let's Red. do it. <laughs> yeah. You have yep. to adjust to yeah. what you got to play the matchup game. You can't be stubborn in what you do and what you do. Like, you got to play the matchup game. Yep. And again, I understand it requires discipline and stuff like that. Malik Hooker being back was huge for this team last yes. week. Yes. Having yes. that quarterback back there again, he's the secondary quarterback. Mm -hmm. yep. You could tell that the communication was a little bit more sound, but he yep. came up and helped and run defense as well. So. Switch it up. I also think, too, you forget because it's been so long since you've seen Leighton on the field, you forget how much you miss somebody who's able to diagnose these mm. kind of things, too. Because you don't have somebody sound in that position like Leighton was. Because is still a nugget. He's still learning. And, and I'm not going to fault him for still being able to learn. He's taking his year to jump, but yeah. he's mm. being asked to do a, a lot. lot this season. Yeah. You're being asked to fill Leighton's role when Leighton was on his come up the last three years specifically. I mean, Leighton learned how to diagnose, and I think he learned it very well under Dan Quinn, but 
that's a lot to be asking of Damone Clark and, and Bell. And, no wonder who's yeah, bringing like safety and because um, well, it's been Hooker. It's it's been Curse. Yeah, it's J. Ron. Well, it's the been... thing when I've talked to Damone about wearing the green dot, what's interesting is he wore it in the preseason, mm-hmm. and so that was his way of kind of trying to learn how to how to do it. And um, I talked to him about this a few weeks ago, even, and I I think um, it was the week that J. Ron was was dealing with an injury, yeah. and I said, if J. Ron can't be in and uh, you, you have to wear the green dot, how do you feel about it? He said, I feel really good. I, I'm at this point where I would feel good being able to do that because I learned and I'm continuing to learn. He said, but doing it in the preseason helped him feel confident in being able to do that. It's just... Leighton had such a natural way of diagnosing what was in front. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's kind of been a drop-off this season that they haven't been able to figure out is how to diagnose on the level that Leighton was and who's doing that, who's diagnosing specifically, because Leighton was that guy, and they just don't have that one solid guy that knows how to do it yet. Um, And so, yeah, Yeah. linebacker room is – it's it's young. It's young. And I'm not going to say it's worrisome because in, what, five years we're going to be sitting here talking about uh, the growth and how they're able to diagnose. But can't fault them for being young. But what you can fault is the scheme and, and not changing things up when, when you need to based on what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to take our second break. Kelly, let's go over a little bit. Of, sorry, y'all. Okay. Uh, but we're, you're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation, so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Wednesday, so I'm going to read the right read right now. Uh, Get the coverage you need this football season with Dallas Cowboys cold weather gear. Visit the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience for uh, knit hats, hoodies, jackets, and more. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. I got some Christmas presents of some uh, winter gear for the fam, and they loved it. So if you need a late Christmas gift or anything going forward, there you go. Cool beans. Birthdays. New Year's Warm paint. ears. Warm ears, warm hearts, warm warm weather somewhere. Not here. It's cold outside. It is getting cold. <laughs> well, let's hope this Cowboys team don't come out playing cold on Saturday. Okay. No, that was pretty good. I can get jiggy to that one. Let's go. That was pretty good. No, but for real, um, this Cowboys defense cannot come out playing cold. Um no. At all. Uh, do y'all think that... Let me see where I want to go with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, why'd you look at me like that? No, I mean, uh, if you had to decide which position group um, needs to set the tone, 
who would that be? Oh. Safety. Mm. Safety. Hey, yeah. hey, listen. This Jameer mm. Gibbs and Devin Montgomery, they yeah. like to attack the edge. They like to do a lot of things after tackle. Tackle. Not mm. only tackle. 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 Lord tackle. Lord like tackle, like they they. Yeah. This is a tackle physical, down. Don't tackle forward too. Yeah, mm-hmm. please don't tackle forward. <laughs> please. Um, the way that ta- I think it's going to be important for the safeties to set the tone, stopping the run. The ones that are asked to do that in the box, also too. Whoever is going to be defending Sam Laporta mm-hmm. is going to have to be steady. I'm assuming it's going to be a safety. Wouldn't mind seeing some Wanye. Okay. Um, Spy. In coverage. I wouldn't mind seeing Spy. some Wanye in mm-hmm. coverage. I think it said a lot that they trusted him on that fourth yeah. down yeah. play yep. to go out there and get that stop. I agree. Okay. All right. So, and then also, too, uh, <laughs> they brought a safety blitz at one point in time in that game. The key to this game is affecting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, you got to earn. Sides. They're going to have to. Exactly. They're going <laughs> to have to earn the right to rush the passer, which requires them to stop the run. Mm-hmm. But when they do have opportunities to get these guys off the field, like you said, they're in four-down territory all the time. Yeah. They, they believe it. You have to get to the quarterback, affect him, pressure him. Yeah. They were able to do it last year. This is the same offensive line, and it sounds like they may not have their LT, depending on what happens. Heavy pressure, maybe a safety blitz, maybe do some mm. of those things. This is a this is a quick read offense most of the time. Mm-hmm. Who's the fastest guy that can get there a lot of time? That is yeah. the safety. That's sometimes a nickel corner, whatever. So I need them to play stop and run defense, sure tackle, whoever's defending Sam Laporta where your big boy draws. And then um, also, too, some timely safety blitzes Sick. could be effective. <laughs> some timely safety blitzes could be helpful um, with an offense that is uh, very quick read. A lot of the time, quarterback just getting the ball out quickly as well. Mm-hmm. So safety for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go up front in the trenches. I'm going to say if, if you want to, like you said, uh, earn the – How'd you say it? How'd you Earn the it? right to rush the Earn passer. Earn the right to rush the passer. I liked how you said it. Um, you have to stop the run. You mm-hmm. hit the nail right on the head. Stopping the run starts up front in the trenches. Does. This is your test. I'm tired of saying that. I'm tired of saying that this, this, is a good this trench line, needs to be battle yeah. tested. Look, look, please just do it. With or without Hank, we don't know his availability come Saturday yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say he didn't participate in practice again today. Doesn't really give me much hope for his availability, but we don't know yet for sure. Nothing for sure. All I'm saying, this is your test. You want to start to gain a little confidence and and, uh, moral victories back after the last couple of weeks, especially that Bills game. Um, Look, I'm tired of talking about this run defense. Starts up front, starts in the trenches. I want to see that D-line getting after it, stuffing the trenches. Mm -hmm. I want to see some Osa Odigizua sacks back in (laughs) In this game, I want to see Chauncey getting in at Jared Goff. I want to see those kind of guys Mm -hmm. having that kind of game. Mm -hmm. It starts all up front. Mozzie Smith, I want to see him continuing to grow. Uh, Carl Davis, if he is elevated once again from the practice squad, which I believe this would be his last elevation if he is uh, elevated. I want to see all of those guys have such a stout game just going into this because it for me, it starts up front. It trickles all the way back. Absolutely. If you can stop the run, you are in a very good position. You do it early, you're you're helping your team out. You're playing your complimentary football. That's good. What you got? I'm going to go defensively. I'm going to be a devil's advocate. Okay. I'm going to say linebackers. 
Uh, I'm gonna say I need to see more from Debone and Marquise because they've been challenged the last couple of weeks. And yeah. I think that this is, again, like you kind of mentioned, for this defensive line, um, it's a challenge for them third straight week. Um, I want to see how they step up to the page. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I got to see more from them, um, especially with no more Rashawn, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I want to see more from them. But that's that's what I'm going to go with. If yeah. I had to choose a player, though, I'm going – this is hard. A player. Specific player. Player. Specific player. I'm going to go Mozzie. Okay. I'm going to go Mozzie Smith because I had actually got the chance to hear from Osa um, earlier today, and he kind of mentioned how he's he's starting to get the confidence that he needs. And yeah. He kind of mentioned how um, a lot of people aren't really understanding, like we've talked about all the time, mm-hmm. of it takes a lot to develop, you know, especially with him yeah. being so young. Uh, so he's starting to get a little more, more confidence. The game's starting to slow a little bit down. So if we get a chance to see um, Hankins not in the game on Saturday, hopefully we can see a little bit more from Mozzie Smith, too. If you go player, who you're going with? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, defensively? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, Dono, Big Six. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Big Six, you my guy. Um, I need... The Dono, like, and, and I'm, I'm seeing flashes of him on tape. I'm tape. I'm I, I see him hunting, cause that's what he is. He's the he's the robber a lot of yeah. the time. He's the extra guy. They trust him. I need him to be vicious in the run game again and show what he's capable of. But also to making plays in the backfield. We're mm-hmm. missing that from him. This mm-hmm. is a guy that had eight sacks last year as a yes. safety. Yeah. As yep. a safety. Yep. I need more from those guys making plays from behind the line of scrimmage. And to your point, you got to get these guys behind the sticks. I need you, Six. Yep. I need you to come on with it, big dog. Hmm. One player. Um, man. <laughs> Defensively. Everybody. Um, a corner. Well, no, I was gonna, I was gonna go with Duran. I really was gonna go with Duran in this. Well, that's why. It's not a bad thing. And and here's the thing: is being a young player like that, I don't want him to start wavering his confidence because you break an NFL record and then you kind of just go radio silent. People aren't really passing the ball to you. They're more picking on you uh, than anything else. What I don't want is I don't want that to waver his confidence or his growth i want him to have one big play we talk about how this is a a game of confidence and one play can really determine a lot for these players going forward i want him to regain i don't think he's lost it but i want him to amp up that confidence right right before the postseason because you're really going to need him so i want him to use this game to do that for himself um just because playoffs right around the corner you start playing to get ready for that so that's your playmakers to be playmakers and i've been dying to tweet deron bland is anything but bland guys it's been sitting in my inbox or my draft box. Yeah. It needs to be tweeted out. It's just, it's going to happen. We're manifesting <laughs> it. Well, we're going to manifest a win, but we still got more to break down tomorrow. But that's a wrap for today's episode of Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!